Good afternoon, everybody. This is Rashad Gibson, your host of Gospel Thoughts with episode number 22. And I just want to share some quick thoughts with you guys. I just got off the phone with a brother of mine, and we were discussing many different things, and I felt like the Spirit wanted me to um, share some of the things that I've learned over the years and learned by practicality, by practical experience that's hinged on theology, but maybe with uh, a slightly not slightly, but with a perspective of being a warrior. Um, you know, and I touched on this maybe a couple of weeks ago when it comes to being a believer in Jesus. Being a believer in Jesus is absolutely positively positively awesome it is the best thing that one could ever do is enter into union with the god of the universe the very god who created the sun the earth the moon the planets the entire universe the smallest insects to the most complex organisms or species that is us, the human race. The God of the universe, Jesus Christ, is absolutely tremendous. However, he is our God, he is our Savior, he is our Lord, he is our King, he is our Master, he is our Messiah, he is our Redeemer. And although he's all those things and then some, we have a very fierce enemy who wants to destroy us. And the Bible talks about how the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Revelation 12, I think 10, 10 through 11, talks about how he accuses us day and night. And 1 Peter, Peter commands us to resist the enemy, to resist the devil. There are many different passages in the scriptures that talk about how we should be standing, Ephesians 6 talks about how we are to stand while having the armor of God on. So there's an ongoing theme of being in warfare. And there's different fronts on the battlefield. You know, one of the things that I can't stand in church is how it's almost to a degree we have this idea of theology 
our relationship with Jesus, how we should be, especially as men, as being kind of wimpy. And that's not the case at all. We do need to be humble. We do need to be servants. First, if especially if you're married to your wife, although you have authority over your wife, because it's God-given authority, not man-given authority. You don't abuse your wife, but you love her as Christ loves the church. So we need to have humility in serving our wives. And if you're not married, you should be preparing for that. And if you're a widow, then you are moving in humility regardless because that's who you are in Christ. That's a a part of the warfare. That's a reality. That's an aspect of the warfare. But the one thing that I really want to get at, and this is something that this I didn't learn this overnight. This has been over years of many battles against the enemy. Deliverance ministry, you enter into that ministry and you're going to learn very quick how real the enemy is. And that's one thing I learned. In fact, I began to learn it before I even entered into it. Before I even got into deliverance ministry, I can remember I was being attacked by the enemy. I mean, especially for me, my dreams were being attacked all the time, going to bed and just all types of strange things happening. And I can remember plain as day. And at that point and at that point in time, I didn't have the perspective I have now. I had a very <coughs> I wouldn't say an unbiblical perspective. I just was ignorant. I was uninformed of how practical the warfare was. And I just didn't know anything. No one taught me anything. So I kind of was like a a soldier on the battlefield that did not have that killer instinct. I didn't have that warrior instinct because I had never been exposed to that level of warfare. It's, it's one thing, for instance, if you've ever been in the military, it's one thing to train for battle. It's another thing to be in battle. And unfortunately, well, yeah, I'm going to say unfortunately, there's a lot of leaders don't get me wrong they have gone through some stuff everyone well, everybody should go through different trials and challenges and things of the sort but I tell you what when you know that it's a direct spiritual attack direct warfare then you learn how to use your weaponry I can remember when I first, this is probably back in 2000, well, it all began back, really back in 2009 or so. And I didn't know Jack. I didn't know anything. And I'm having these crazy dreams and waking up with scratches on my body. And and at that particular time, I can remember I was um, in my dreams. 
I was casting demons out of people in my dreams. This is before I even came into deliverance ministry. And I didn't even understand what was going on. But I knew the dreams felt so real. It felt so tangible. But being ignorant, I didn't know exactly what it meant. Then eventually I reached out to, there was actually a deliverance minister online. And they pretty much told me that God is training you to, in your dreams, what you're going to be doing in real life. And, at, and when, when, when she told me that, I still have the email from that too. But this, is, this is in December of 2010. And I can remember when she told me that, it kind of shocked me. But then I was, I was excited, but then I was, then I was afraid. Like, what does that even look like? What does that even mean? Because at that point in time, my theology did not really allow for that type of practicality when it comes to ministry of dealing with people and demons and things like that, spiritual warfare. Sure, you'll hear sermons about it, whatever. And a lot of these sermons, they don't even get your feet wet. Um, and it's, it's and I'm not trying to I'm not trying to come come at my brothers that. Just haven't had this experience, but they, a lot of them are operating from a place of ignorance. And I'm not saying that in an insulting way. It's just, that's how I was. When you really begin to experience these type of things, you really begin to learn how to fight. It's like being in a street fight, like I told my friend on the phone this evening. You, you have to almost view it as when you really begin to understand what's going on, it's like being in a street fight. Your opponent wants to take your head off. And you have to learn how to say, no, I'm going to take your head off. I've even heard, this is, this is the type of things that, that get, get me frustrated. even heard some ministers or, or pastors, you know, you know that the, the famously quoted text by the Apostle Paul, Ephesians 6, 6 and 12, when it talks about we do not war against flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers, spirits of wickedness in higher places. And you'll hear some pastors or preachers say, well, you know, we shouldn't battle against those those entities. Well, and then I say, well, no, we shouldn't. But under the authority of God, we can ask God to do that. And I'm going to point it out in a minute. But it's almost like, you know, we're being taught, we're being taught how to cower. We're being taught how to, to be fearful of these beings who we should not be fearful of if we truly understood our authority. Instead of being warriors, we're being trained to be like a wimp. And I learned very quickly, if you do that, you're going to be bullied. The enemy will bully you left and right. And he's very good at it. He, he has ways to get at our minds in ways that he will threaten you. And if you don't know what's going on, you may get a, a feeling in your spirit or you may hear something and you may feel as though that, oh man, my life is crumbling before me. And he, the enemy's going to kill me. He's going to take everything. You may even have a dream like that, and it may feel so real to you. 
And it could be something that, yeah, if you don't stand and fight, it may come to pass. Who knows? But the enemy is in the game of in the game of intimidation. Just like bullies in flesh and blood try to intimidate people. And they can they can smell your fear a mile away. But if you begin to man up and you begin to fight back and you begin to stand and you learn how to fight, those bullies will soon think twice about messing with you. And it's no different in the spirit. Again, there's certain there's certain fronts to the warfare, but I want to really focus on the prayer warfare. And I've I've spoke about this before, and I'm gonna speak somewhat about it right now. And I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna be frank. I'm gonna be plain. We learn. We need to learn how to be warriors for Jesus. Warriors. Aggressive. You know, one of the things I've learned is that when it comes to us, our union with Christ, our our intimacy with Jesus, we're walking in the Lord, we're loving people, we're loving our our spouses, we're seeking the Lord in His Word, we're just totally going in, in in the Lord. The enemy will always fight. He will always try to find something to get you distracted. And some of us may not realize what's going on and we don't know how to respond. But one thing I do now, this is a preventative measure, but also if, if some reason why the Lord allows certain things to come through, I learn how to be aggressive. I learn how to fight. And of course, this fight is not with flesh and blood. It's not with guns and it's not with a 50 cal machine gun. It's not with a nine millimeter. It's not with a 240 Bravo or 249 saw machine gun. No, this is the weapons of our warfare in the spirit. Some of the things I say to the Lord, I say to the Lord, I say, Lord, I don't want the enemy I don't want to wait for the enemy to get at me. I want to get at him. I don't want for him to attack me. Let's attack him. If it's a spirit of fear, a spirit of lust, a spirit of death, I'll say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I target every demonic spirit of fear, hate, murder, death, perversion, pornography, whatever it may be that he's a trying to target me with, I say, no, Lord, I don't want him to come at me with it. And for me to fight then, I want to go to him right now. I want to see him destroyed. I want to see those influences, those plans, those strategies destroyed. And Father, I ask you to do that. I ask you to Send mighty angels to confine those wicked beings, to incarcerate them, if you will. And then I, I proceed from the things that that may be a direct effect to me. Then I, I go to the another outer circle. Some people call this concentric circles in prayer. But then I say, 
Then I brought it out to what's going on in my city, what's going on in my county, what's going on in my state. And I don't wait for something to happen. I petition God in prayer with aggression and say, no, God, we don't want, I want to wait. I want to go to them. I want to fight. May the power of God be loosed against any principality, power, ruler, authority, strong man, marine spirit that is targeting my city, my county, or my state, or my region. And Father, may you destroy them, destroy their reinforcements, destroy their plans, destroy their strategies. And you'll be surprised when, we, when you begin to pray in that manner. You almost feel an anointing come upon you. I would even say this, the more and more you begin to pray in that manner, you will be surprised how the Lord will begin to work in you more of a deeper boldness. That's the one thing that is, that is a godly virtue is boldness. And he wants to work it in all of us. We cannot be cowards. We cannot be fearful of a demon, a principality, a power, a ruler, authority, a strong man, a marine spirit. You cannot be afraid of any of them. They're bullies. And when you understand your authority in Jesus, when you begin to view yourself as a warrior for Jesus Christ in the kingdom of God, and when you begin to understand, no, you don't move out in your own authority as a maverick. No, you always petition in the name of Jesus and ask him to do it. The Bible talks about approaching the throne of grace boldly. He wants that. He welcomes that. He wants that in us. And you begin to see all the examples in the Old Testament with Joshua. Be bold and courageous, Joshua. Be bold and courageous, Rashad. Be bold and courageous, whoever's listening. You are not a coward. You are a warrior. You are a fighter. And, and take that same spirit into your relationships and serving in humility and serving in virtue. That has to be us as believers. That is who we are. And if your church leaders are telling you elsewhere, well, I'll tell you what, I'm not going to say you need to leave that church, but begin to think about what they're trying to get through to you, what spirit is speaking through them. We are living in a time, and I've been, I've been saying this to a couple of folks, when you're going to be forced to fight, you're going to be forced to stand, you're going to be forced to be bold, because if not, you're going to be bullied. You're going to be bullied. And the only way you, the only way you beat a bully is by punching, punching him in the face, standing up for who you are. And eventually they stop bullying you. And I'm telling you, I'm telling you from experience, there are tons of spiritual bullies out there. If, if the church ever begins to understand who she is 
in the authority she is, or rather the authority she has been given, half of the things we go through in this world, we wouldn't be going through. It's not because, a lot of it, I don't even think it's because, oh man, it's God's will. A lot of the things we go through is because we just don't take, we don't use the authority that God has given us. It shows up in many different aspects. It shows up in politics. You have a lot of politicians in office who cower, who get who, be, who become compromised, and then it has a ripple effect into the very constituents who they're serving. So instead of being concerned about the people who they're, who they're supposed to be serving, they're more concerned about the special interest. And some of them may be compromised due to the bribery and things like that. It all comes back to spiritual reality. It shows up in the education system. When people feel as though we should take more of a secular perspective instead of a biblical perspective. It shows up just in social interaction. You know, you know, people will look at me and say, oh, you're a conspiracy theorist, Rashad. You know, I can look at them dead in their face and say, well, you know what? You can think what you want to think, but I know what I'm saying is true, and I will continue to speak this way. Because I've been educated, and I read, and I study, and I know in my bones that what I say is true. I'm not, that's not that's by no means am I saying I'm perfect. Don't get me wrong, I'm not perfect. But if I'm speaking about something I have knowledge about, best believe I've done my due diligence. And I don't care what another man thinks or another woman thinks or what the general consensus thinks. I will speak with firmness and speak with honesty and truth. And if I'm wrong, I'll be I'll be the first to tell you I'm wrong. I'm missing it or I missed it or I didn't I didn't view that correctly. And that's happened too. We have to have enough humility to admit that if we do something wrong or we said something wrong or we may be looking at things not in a full perspective, we can, we can admit that. It's another part of warfare to kill that pride. But the come full circle is what I'm saying is this, that we have to learn or we have to begin to know we're warriors. If you've been born again by the Spirit, if you've been regenerated by the Holy Spirit and you can look at your life and see evidential change that the Spirit of God has brought into your life and you know that he's working in you, just think about this for a moment. John chapter 1 verse 13 says that we have a right to be called children of God because we've been born of God. We've been born of his Spirit. Just think about that. You are in union with the very God who created the universe. And one day we're going to see him in his fullness. And Matthew 13 talks about we're going to shine as bright as the sun. C.S. Lewis talks about how we're going to be tempted to want to worship one another because of the glory that's going to be upon us. We just don't fully realize it right now because we're still in bodies of flesh. 
But when you understand the authority, the authority, the spiritual authority that you have against the enemy, I don't care if it's a principality, a Nephilim, a ruler, an authority, a strongman, I don't care what its rank is. When you understand who you are in Christ and the commission he has given us, the great commission is just not about preaching the gospel. That commission includes the authority that he has given you. And when we begin to open up our eyes and realize that, yeah, I believe we can really do some things even now in this nation with it being in the condition that it's in due to the coronavirus, etc. I know I've heard some people say that, yeah, God may be getting us revved up for one final revival before everything begins to be shattered. And I hope that's true. And in fact, I believe it can be true. And I don't believe that God really has to do any more, any more than what he has already done. What we need to do is realize who we are in him. That's what needs to happen. There are millions of believers in there are millions of true believers in this nation. But even if it was a million, even if it was a hundred thousand that understood that they're, they're really born again, those hundred thousand could shake the whole entire nation if we really begin to wake up to who we are in Jesus. If Paul and Silas, if people were saying back in the Roman Empire that Paul and Silas was turning the world upside down. What would you think a hundred thousand truly born again Christians, men and women, filled the spirit, understanding their authority, understanding who they are in Christ, what do you think they could do? Regardless of what political parties in charge or whatever, or the communists or the socialists or whatever. What can those born-again believers do? And I'll tell you what, if we are truly born again and moving in the fullness of God, every bit of communism, socialism would be destroyed. Every last bit of it. And we will return back to our roots the way we first were when this nation began. Now, some may say, well, Rashad, you're getting political. Yeah, I, I am getting political. We need to get political. Because our expressions that's rooted in Jesus through our theology will show up politically. And when we begin to look at the environment, the infrastructure, the culture in which we live in, then we need to begin to operate within that type of infrastructure. What do I mean by that? This nation was built primarily that we as citizens should have freedom and liberty. The same thing that isn't that something that Jesus wants for every believer. And when the overreach of government begins to stick its ugly hands into our, our liberty and freedom, we as a people stand up and say, no, that's not how it works here. That's one of the, that's one of the problems. 
There's a level of ignorance or being uninformed and understanding who we are even as citizens. And that takes away from the boldness. It takes away from that warrior mentality the same way it will take away from you being in Christ. See, it kind of is, you know, it's almost tied together to a degree because this nation was built on Judeo-Christian values. But the less and less you're educated and know who you are in Christ, and in a political sense, the less and less you understand your values and your liberties as being an American citizen, the more and more satanic ideology begins to creep in of the flesh. So, I just wanted to share some of those random thoughts. I probably can go on about this, but I'm already at 30 minutes, and I try to limit these talks to 30 minutes. Sometimes I go over, but I'm going to stop here. So, subscribe to the channel. Share the pod. Leave a comment if you're on YouTube. Leave a comment if you're on Facebook. And... Think about what I said. Be a warrior for the kingdom. And if we're a warrior for the kingdom, I think it's inevitable that we'll be very strong warriors for our very nation we live in. It's woven in the fabric of our country because it's woven in the fabric of our spiritual DNA in Jesus. All right, guys, be blessed, and I'll talk to you soon.